Welcome back to another installment of Sports Tech Atlanta Seat Talk. I'm your host, Sterling Mack, uh, joined by Taylor Mack on the other side, TMac29. If you want to find him on Instagram, I think Taylor Mack29 on Twitter. Um, we're recording this on Monday, so the Lakers just uh, finished off the heat. Looked like Jimmy Butler just like ran out of steam there and, and Dragic trying to come back all in one leg just like wasn't the same and that that team just um, that team's close to, if they get uh Giannis in the uh in free agency or are able to get a splash would be really interesting but uh shout out to the Lakers obviously it's been a decade since they've won uh you know everything with Kobe this year so uh, pretty cool to see them uh win the bubble championship there um get I got my junk brands headband on Got Braves playoff starting tonight, or I should say NLCS. First time in a while we've been back in this position. You know, we've been able to kind of get to the division round and haven't been able to get over the hump. So um, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to see what these young this young core can do against a, a really tough team in the Dodgers. So um, I got a couple announcements here as we get this thing rolling. So uh, the first one is Goody Nation has partnered with Google uh, for startups to dis- uh, to distribute five million in non-dilutive financial capital to seventy-five plus of the most promising black-led startups uh, from across the U.S. Um, the super cool Goody Nation founder and CEO Joey Womack. He's done a couple things with BTG, so been able to uh, since you got to meet him, especially during throughout this COVID. Um, kind of time frame, done a couple things, uh, but really excited for him. Just wanted to shout out what he's doing. Check out um, Goody Nation if you want to find out more uh, and really excited to see what comes of, of this partnership with Google. Today is the last day to submit applications for the Black Entrepreneurs Day, which is curated, curated, excuse me, by Draymond John. Draymond John uh, was the CEO and founder of a serial entrepreneur. He started FUBU way back when, uh, he's been on Shark Tank, a uh, pretty recognizable guy out out in the investor world, I guess you should say now. Uh, but nine, they are going to have nine grants available. $25,000 uh, will be awarded to each grant. So check out blackentrepreneursday.com to find out more. So super cool there. Shout out to Dream on John for pu- pulling this together. The next thing I wanted to highlight was uh, two former Harvard football players. I'm definitely going to mess up one of these names here. Uh, So Brian Riley and Isaiah Kavinsky started Will Ventures. Uh, It's pretty cool because anytime, you know, you see someone kind of popping up and and, uh, essentially securing funding to go disrupt in the sports tech world, it's pretty cool. Uh, But I think they're doing it from a really bold strategy. So they're, they're going after, uh, or they feel like there's just a major gap that exists in the funding ecosystem. I totally agree with that. And uh, they're going after really some of these early stage startups that, um, like one that we've highlighted on on this podcast, which is Lightboxer, right? So really finding those early uh, early stage startups that some people are are passing or they're not being accepted in accelerators, things like that, and then in, in, infusing them with cash and then seeing what's happened uh, and. An example, like I said, is, is Lightboxer, which has started to take off and do really well. So um wanted to shout them out. So check out Will Ventures if you want to get more uh, information there. There's a Forbes, Forbes article on them, which is where I actually found this. So shout out to uh, the former Harvard football players for putting that together. For our first story of the day, um, this is an interesting one because you know I have a, a love-hate relationship with referees umpires i think baseball's tough where 
you know, the strike zone can be very arbitrary at times. You know, they can start giving guys a couple uh, inches off the corner or, you know, it could be high one day, low one day. And you're always like kind of mad if you know your strike zone. I was a guy that knew my strike zone. Um, but this one is, it's called Ref Live. So it makes it easier for you to improve retention, reduce abuse, and develop your referees in a cloud-based referee management system. So I think it's really, really cool. Uh, Taylor, what do you think about this one? Can you call this policing the police? Um, would it, would no, it, not really. Would it, fall, would it fall in line with that metaphor? No, because they're not giving grades out to the referees. Like they're not like assessing like how they did. The What's referees are assessing how how the overall like you know match went and how the team behavior was. You know what it's, I mean? It should be. It, it measures how you know the ener- the energy from a ref that you know if they're tired or not. What the crowd reception, if negative or positive, towards them as well. Imagine this. Just, just stay with me, Sterling. Imagine this does churn out a grade. I know refs automatically get graded as well within their within their respective sports, but then you have this on top of it. You know who wouldn't be here? Joe West. Joe West wouldn't be here calling way outside off the black. Ain't even on the black. Gives that extra pressure. Makes you stay up. Makes you stay in tune. But I do like the data that it does provide because it, it can, in one sense, help improve referees and fine-tune their skills as well as see from a, a deeper analytical standpoint because we don't have a lot of things that really dive into refs. You really just see, you know, miss call here, what could have been done there. You know, you just saw two nights ago, I know the, the champions are now the LA Lakers, but then NBA referees come back and then they say, you know, you missed two, you missed two calls down low. That's about that's about it, really. So the other factors of the game that go into um refs refs decision making and just kind of their mindset i i do like this um uh, i do like what they have going here with ref live yeah i mean i think it's cool too because uh, it's it, to your point there's a little bit of like uh evaluation by the league but it's also i mean it, it it's able to give the referees really control over like how the match is and how their how the behavior towards them is going this is designed for soccer we're kind of talking about it in, in terms of baseball but um, you know, parents are kind of crazy. Uh, players can be a little crazy. Players can be a little abrasive. So something like this, which, and I never even, to be honest, like I never even thought about this. Right. And I think it's really cool as you expand this where, you know, maybe you're, a a, a church league or, a, a a youth league, you're able to really track how the referees are doing and, and really assess how their games are going. Right. Or are they getting, are they complaining a lot about parents or parents complaining a lot about them? Um, it's super cool. It also makes sure that like from a physical perspective, and again, this is why I said it, it was tailored to, to soccer initially. Um, but it's able to, you know, initially when they started this, they had like a smartwatch. So, so you would kind of like, as you were moving and tracking, you would put input data. So it was really about the physical aspect of like the, the referees uh, output. Right. So being able to like monitor that, being able to like assess that as well, I think is really cool for, you know, for soccer, lacrosse, basketball, be, I think it's a great, a great usage, but um, no, I mean, I think it's, listen, it's, it's good to do something for those. I mean, so many people that ref games and I'm not even talking like low level stuff, not like G league stuff like that. I'm talking like just youth league, right? It's Mm -hmm. like a weekend gig for a lot of people to make a little, make a couple extra bucks here or, or they just truly love the sport and like to be around it. And, um, yeah, it's cool to make sure that they are also protected in multiple ways. 
So they have the partnerships, obviously, um, New Zealand football, Premier League. Uh, they are with the AFL, uh, Rugby AU as well. So they ha- they're entrenched within some professional sports leagues already. Um, and then obviously from the uh, Pop Warner perspective, having to have more structure. I mean, you're going to see lines in here. If you, you can't see this physically, uh, but if unless you go to their website for Ref Live uh, so that you can see their analytics and how they break it down. But what you basically see is kind of your uh, sales metrics dashboard for your salesman out there that gives a green, orange, red meter, obviously red showing more indications of trouble um, for your uh, different analytics that break down during the game. But just like a a cool one that it has there that you can see is a team behavior rating and, you know, under 16 boys, under 13 boys, different categories, senior man, under 12 girls. The higher up, I guess, more positive, the lower down, obviously not as well. And you can leave comments, you know, the coach's behavior for such and such team was appalling. Or it's going to say Jason's mom was uncontrollable during the game. She's going to have her own category. So it does. Why are you coming to Jason like that? Why you, you why know, you? Everybody has a Jason. Everybody, everybody knows a Jason's mom. There's a Jason's mom somewhere that just runs uncontrolled. And none of the parents inside of the organization or the association can wrangle her in. So this is nice and gives referees a little bit more protection and vindicates some referees too when they come out and say like, I literally just could not deal through that game. If you understood what I had to deal with. And now you have that data to back you up. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. That was a great explanation there too, Taylor. So um, yeah, check it out again. It's called uh ref live and um, I believe their platforms out there now. So definitely check it out. <clears throat> the second story we have today, this is actually going to be in our funding section, but I wanted to kind of discuss it. Cause I think it's, the usage is interesting. We've talked about collectibles a lot, um, especially over the last few months here. Uh, but this is called Rally. So Rally is a New York-based app where users can trade shares of collectible assets. As I said, this was going to be in our funding um, uh, section. So they just raised $17 million in a new funding round. Investors in this include uh, Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanan, uh, Upfront Ventures, Raptor Group, Porsche Ventures, and Global Brain. Um, the app, which I think is super cool, right? It launched in 2017, has almost 200,000 users. Uh, and they say almost about $15 million worth of assets in their catalog. So essentially how it works is you can do a micro investment into a collectible. Okay. Honus Wagner card, a Michael Jordan shoe, Okay. Really, whatever it could be, a, it could be a Shelby Cobra from 1967, right? They just they have 53 tops Mickey Mantle car, can it? I actually have that card. I don't know where it is. That's that is that's upsetting. Just keep going. Just 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 keep going. I'm I'm disappointed. I really don't know where it is. It's I I was I saw that pop up when I looked at their website. And I was like, oh, I have that card. And I was like, I don't know where it is. Anyways, um. Yeah, so I, I, I find this super interesting because of where the collectible market is, right? Um, Gary Vee is always on his channel talking about getting into trading cards and things like that. This really takes away some of the pressure for you to, like, one, understand the market, especially from a trading card perspective or a collectible perspective, right? I don't know if you saw over the weekend, Taylor, um, three Pokemon cards went for, like, just under a million dollars. I did not see that. They weren't, they weren't mine. <laughs> 
It's it's interesting where collectibles are, right? And and we're not talking digital assets. We are talking physical assets right now. So um, not like any of the blockchain stuff that we've done previously. But this is cool because it gives you an ability to, again, invest through the through Rally's platform, be able to then kind of quote unquote own a piece of our share of right, just like in the stock market, own a share of what this collectible is. And then make money off of it as it's then as the value goes up and as it's sold, which is pretty cool. It takes it takes the 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 hunting away, right? Because I think collectibles is such a it's a treasure hunt at all times, right? You have to go out, you got to find these cards or a car or whatever, and then you got to go price it. You got to go. It's so much work. And this is like, oh, like you know, I think this is cool. Uh, let me get involved in this. What do you think about here about this state? I, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head for everything. The only thing I was going to drop for people, because I think it's a, it's an incredible number when you look at it from fourth quarter of last year in 2019 to now, sales have risen um, within sports trading cards for uh, 130%. And that's all I can say. It's just there's there's so much opportunity here. And like you say, the guidance that you can get when you don't really fully understand if you're trying to get into this sector Um I, like I said, you hit the nail on the head there. I really don't have much to ask, Sterling. That's a first. K- kudos, kudos to you. Nice breakdown. Yeah, no, sorry, I, I, I went kind of long there because I just think it's really cool. I think it's one of those. I like collectibles. I have tons of baseball cards and basketball cards and stuff like that. Um, I think it's always been it, it. When I was a kid, it was something that was kind of cool. Now it's something mm-hmm. that you, know, you can obviously monetize off of. Trying you know, to I, figure that out for good. No, my, my bad. I didn't mean. It. I I thought you were thought there was a break there. My, the, you keep going. You you finish your thought out. No, it's just for. It's hard for a lot of people to try to figure that out, right? I remember um, one of my friends texted me is like, "I want to get into trading cards," and I was like, "Yeah, it's it, it's not just like you flip a switch, right? You have to like really study it and understand like what cards are going for and how to buy certain packs." And uh, this takes a lot of that pressure off of you, and I think it's a really cool platform for those people. Yeah. Only thing I was going to add is if you don't know who he is, which you should, but always follow wherever uh, Alexis Ohanian is, is it, go where he's at because he knows obviously co-founder of Reddit, but then obviously snatched off the market. Serena Williams out here, out here, three for three in life. Smart man. Very, smart man. Very smart man. Um, yeah, and he's done, I mean, his, to your point, his investments have always been, we've highlighted some of his that he's done this year. I'd actually, I might, I should go back and just like maybe do a little, do a little digging on everything he's done within 2020 here. I mean, he's, he's incredibly brilliant when it comes to companies on the forefront, especially with sports. I mean, he's been a very serial sports tech investor. Um, so a great point there on, on, on kind of following Alexis's, uh, a lead there. Uh, so our product of the week, um, so they're called blaze pods and they essentially help you with your reflexes. Right. So, uh, I I thought it was interesting because I've like seen, I've seen something like this before or seen different things like this. So you connect your pods to an app or to Mm -hmm. your app, you choose your activity, place the pods like on the floor or on the, or on like a wall or something like that. And then you get ready to challenge your instincts. Oh, these type of blaze pods. I was thinking with Khalifa blaze pods. That's what I was thinking. I didn't even know. Where <laughs> had a blaze pod. You, you don't first off cushion orange juice. One of the greatest mixtapes blazing. That's the I whole play on that. No, I get that. But I was like, I didn't know he had a product. I was saying, I didn't know he had a product called blaze pods. 
If he did, it would be called Blaze Pods by Wiz Khalifa. It's oh, just that 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 flows one hundred percent. No, this is saying. yeah, but this is a this is a very cool product though when it comes to reaction. Gotcha. Okay, interesting. You know what? You're not you're not with me, but it's all right. The people that were listening, they with me. They're like, oh, I get it. Wiz Khalifa. You know, I was playing some Wiz Khalifa before I even threw this pod on. Matter, really? Matter. When's the last time you listened to Wiz Khalifa? It's been a minute. Like, you know, like willingly to, listen to not not the song that's in Fast Five where no know, first no 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 you got to give him you got to give him more flight school cushion no cushion I'm not OJ, saying that what I'm saying is when's Taylor the last Bang, time you, you cabin you, fever when's the last time you went into Spotify and you're like I'm gonna play this right now you know I have it on my phone I don't know just whenever it comes on but you know I always I always respect my Wiz Khalifa that's what I'm saying all right back to Blaze Pod. Uh, really cool product. So like I said, you connect your pods to your app, choose your activity. As you're training, you push yourself. It'll essentially like tell you which light to tap. You tap, you tap it. You can obviously be with your coach or in a group. Um, and it's from like, I've been watching tons of videos on, I think it's like super addictive. So you can place these like on a basketball, like goal. Like if you're doing like the Tim Duncan drill, or if you're like, you know, a tennis player, you're working on footwork or whatever. But the last aspect of it is it tracks everything. So it measures your performance, Millisecond by millisecond, uh, obviously being able to try to make you get faster, pushing you uh, in, in that sense of the competitiveness. Um, so really cool. Check these out if you're just looking to kind of get better agility wise. If you know, even if you're older like myself, I think these are super cool. Something I actually kind of like want to go get. So check out again, Blaze Pods. All right, I'm just gonna highlight a few funding rounds here. So um, the first one is Buzzer. It aggregates fragmented live sports uh, or sports streaming and rights into one cohesive and accessible platform. Sports fans can enjoy live personalized content through either existing cable or over-the-top subscriptions or by instantaneously paying a micropayment within the app. So they just secured a $4 million uh, seed round led by Lero Hippo and Sapphire Sport. Uh, the second one, actually the last one, I thought I had another one, but the, the last one is performance technology company. I'm sure you've seen this. They're all over the place. Hyper Ice has completed a series, a funding round for $48 million, which puts the firm at a $700 million valuation. Um, the company specializes in performance recovery products. You've probably seen it on the sidelines. Um, when like Gary Sanchez was sitting out for the Yankees, he had one, he was actually like putting it on his legs. Uh, including its hypervolt massagers, which target soft tissue pain and muscle recovery. And, and their new sponsorship deal with the NBA, the massagers now sit under the seat of each player during the game. If you watch the bubble playoffs, uh, J.R. Smith literally had it in his hand the whole time because he played for 40 seconds. But he was the first person to touch the trophy and had his shirt off as the buzzer went off. Shout out J.R. Smith. Um, they've also gained pretty, uh, gained popularity because Patrick Mahomes has become a brand ambassador as well as a investor for Hyperice. So check them out. Uh, I actually bought one for my mother, uh, like four months ago. So really awesome product. Just something if you're, if you're an athlete or just someone that just like kind of gets like, you know, whatever, just needs like tissue body massaging, super awesome products and, uh, definitely check out Hyperice. Uh, so that are our stories for today. 
Um, I'm Steve Mac on IG and Twitter, Steve Mac Sports if, underscore if you want to go into the tech side. Um, TMac29 on the other side. We appreciate you. Continue to rate and subscribe and follow, and we'll see you on the next episode of Sports Second Land of Sea Talk.